Welcome to Dad Life 360, helping dads grow in faithfulness to God and their families. This is episode seven titled, Five Great Proverbs for Dads. Men, to start off, I want to encourage you to study, learn, and live the book of Proverbs. There are 31 chapters in the book of Proverbs, so one for every day of the month. And if you're just looking for a place to go in your Bible, maybe you go over to Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John, and you read a paragraph from one of the gospel narratives, and then just pop over to to Proverbs. You look at your calendar and say, all right, this is the 18th. I think I'll go to chapter 18 in Proverbs. And you just kind of start reading, and you start taking in some wisdom from, from God and I guarantee you, if you want to, man, if you want to look like the smartest guy in the room, you just read Proverbs early in the morning. You think about it throughout your day, and something will come up where you need to apply that wisdom or share that wisdom. You're helping your, trying to help your kids navigate through difficult situations. The uh, Proverbs is going to be a great tool for that in uh, relationships and how you regard your wife, how you regard God, how you persevere, how you keep from being lazy. Proverbs is good, practical wisdom. When I say wisdom, I don't just mean advice. I mean wisdom like the wisdom of God. It's more than advice that you can take or leave. It's wisdom that you either heed or you end up denying and and end up breaking yourself against. You know, God is a God of order. And Proverbs, among other things, teaches us how life works, how God has ordered things. So uh, it's kind of like, I'll give you an illustration. I was fishing with a buddy last, uh, I believe it was last Thursday. We got out for a few hours, a beautiful day to, to do some fishing. And this was my first experience with uh, this live scope technology that uh, helps you look on a on a sonar to be able to see not only what is the structure that is down beneath you, but the picture is so the picture that they show you under the water is such high quality. You can actually see at a, a quarter ounce jig and, and a minnow and you can see your bait drop down and you can see actual fish down there. If you all know anything about crappie fishing this time of year, they're down kind of deep. So we're fishing like 50 feet of water. And this uh, live scope technology is giving us a picture of what the bottom of the of the lake looks like. It's amazing. But here's the thing. It's a true picture of what is down there. I don't, I, I watched it for the first time ever. I'm watching a screen to see when I'm when I'm fishing more than I'm even watching the end of my line because you can't the end of my uh, rod and reel so you can see these fish kind of move over towards your bait and then you can see if they're like interested in it and things like that. Now here's the thing I can deny that I can say oh, I don't I don't trust this technology I think I'm just gonna cast off somewhere out in the middle of the water. That would be what it would be like if you just said I'm gonna I see the wisdom of proverbs I see a true picture of the way things are but I'm gonna act as if I know better and I'm gonna you know go do it my own way. Well good luck. Because that's not that's not going to help. Proverbs gives us a true picture um, of life, like that live scope gave us a true picture of where the crappie were. And just by the way, we slayed them. It was pretty awesome. It was a great day of, of winter fishing. So I'll, I'll, let me give you this. This is let me give you five proverbs um, that are particular particularly helpful today. And it's crazy to try to just pick out five, but I'm gonna give you just a sampling. Hopefully, just kind of whip your wet your appetite for Proverbs and how beneficial they are. But Proverbs 22, 6 says, train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So you can, you might be familiar with that. Um, you know, that's that's pretty standard stuff when it comes to parenting. Train up a child in the way that he should go when he was old, he will not depart from it. You know, child training includes teaching the gospel, includes morals, includes right and wrong, biblical principles. But also I think in this Proverbs, you see that you in this particular proverb, you see that each child has a, a bent to them, and it's up to us as as dads to help be students of our kids 
and help them along the journey in the way that they should go. And when they're old, they will not depart from it. It's a great privilege as a dad. Let me give you another one. I think this one's particularly helpful if you're a, a, a teen dad, um, a dad of teens. Proverbs 13, 20. It says, um, whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but a companion of fools will suffer harm. You see why that may, might be helpful to share with teenagers? This one is um, because they say, um, you show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You ever heard that before? That That's the truth. That's kind of what this proverb is, what this proverb is addressing. You don't have to tell your kid that they're a fool when you say this, when you share this proverb. You can just tell them that if they're a companion of fools, they're going to get hurt because a companion of fools is going to suffer harm. It's right there in the Proverbs, Proverbs 13, 20. Um, how about this one? A third one, Proverbs 13, 24. Whoever spares the rod hates his son, but he who loves him is diligent to discipline him. Now, this is a proverb that is obviously about disciplining our kids. No, you don't have to use a rod or anything close to that, but dads, we do have to be faithful to teach our kids that there are consequences associated with their actions and we are to be disciplinarians for them you're not doing yourself or them or anybody else any favors by being their buddy and not being their dad so don't be lazy be involved know what's going on with the kids and discipline them according to the proverbs as the wisdom says when it's necessary and move on and never let your kids think for a second that you don't love them or, or doubt that in any way um, they should know that you love them enough to discipline them you know, everyone seems to be on board, or I hear it all the time. You know, Hillary Clinton wrote a book uh, called It Takes a Village. I hear people, oh, it takes a village. It takes a village. That's all good and well. But according to the Bible, it's not the village's responsibility to discipline my kids. It's my responsibility. So do what you need to do. Discipline the kids. How about this one? A fort, uh, fourth one, Proverbs 14, 26. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. In the fear of the Lord, one has strong confidence, and his children will have a refuge. To uh, fear the Lord, it means to recognize his power. I've heard it said that it's, a, it's a, a desperate dependence and a reverent intimacy. It means I know how powerful God is, so I want to be close to him, and I am dependent upon him. As if we needed any other motivation to fear the Lord other than his greatness and power and love and mercy and all those kinds of things. This proverb is saying that as a dad, when we fear the Lord... It serves as a refuge or measure of safety to our kids that your children will have a refuge. Think about, think about it this way. Think about how much a dad can hurt his household if he decides to disregard God's commands and ways and live his own way. But the opposite is true. If you come underneath the, the leadership of God, if you fear the Lord, if you walk in his ways, your closeness to God brings you a confidence and serves as a refuge to your children. Pretty good stuff. How about this one? Proverbs 31, 10 through 11 says this, An excellent wife, who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of a husband trusts in her, and he will no, have no lack of gain. Men, hey, thank God for godly women. Do you have a wife who loves the Lord, who loves you, who loves your kids? Then you better value her. You better thank God for her. Let her know how much she means to you. Proverbs 31 says she is more precious than jewels. Hey, fellas, don't be caught complaining, right? Stay gospel-centered. Stay thankful for the wonderful bride that God has given to you. 
Hey, that's not even scratching the surface of all the wisdom that Proverbs has to offer. I challenge you, man, to become a student of the Proverbs and in doing so, become wise. Become wise for the glory of God and your own good and the good of those that you lead, including your kids, including your wife, including your family. Thank you all for listening. Yeah.